0: Good evening, brothers and sisters. Good evening. How are you today? Good. Okay, so uh, it's, uh, it's Thursday again. We are we are back for this another session of the uh, this commentary, Ooh, uh last week last week we stopped at verse 5 in chapter 3. Yeah. Chapter 3 verse 5. Uh Wo yu shi fang fo he zhang chen qi qing wei ku huo mi zhong ran liang Zhen fa dan. Yeah. I haven't really explained the last line here. So I'll continue from there. So uh, last week I mentioned about, I highlighted a bit about the rejoicing part, yeah, uh, That That is not simply uh, uh, clapping for people, uh, not simply saying, "Oh, good job, yeah, well done," uh, but to actually uh, rejoice and delight in it, and having that thought, ah. Let me learn how that is done, and let me likewise do that yeah. uh, that's the full extent of rejoicing uh, so <coughs> if we consider our uh, our day to day in our day to day it can it can be seen as we can also apply that in terms of uh our daily interaction with others, yeah, uh, like I have, uh, I have some students and some friends, who, uh, and some peers and some seniors, whom I've seen how uh, they they are able to see good qualities in others. Yeah, uh, they are able to uh, look at a person and. Uh, either comment or highlight the good qualities of others. Yeah. Uh, so for myself, uh, <laughs> I always tell people that uh, it is a residual e- effect of my past life. Past life not as in past life, uh, but past life as in what I used to do. Uh, so, as in the consulting field, many times you are brought into Look for problems <laughs> yeah. to identify very quickly in a short time uh, the problem uh, that is uh, affecting the organization or the project yeah so I do find that I, I can be quite lacking in spotting the, the strength, but having said that at that, I thought, ah uh, actually we, we do do that also, uh, but perhaps it's not a strength of my. Uh, so to rejoice in this case would be to consider, ah, there are those around me who are able to look at other people's good qualities. Yeah. <clears throat> then let me also emulate that. Let me try to do that also. Mm. So we don't have to start thinking, oh, I must immediately, you know, the next day emulate what the Buddha did, you know, <laughs> yeah, and so on. Yeah. But we can start on a very personal. Uh, practical day to day qualities that we can see. Yeah. Uh, here we sifang fo her so here uh in this case this verse here is about the the beseeching towards the buddhas in all the all the 10 directions to request for dharma to request for teaching yeah for what purpose wei ku huo mi zhong yeah uh, the here is it, this wei ku huo mi this is really oh can i have the controller <laughs> Wow, you all are really very. This this is a quality that you all have that I don't have. Yeah, uh, I that you all can <laughs> look at a <the> blue screen, <laughs> and out of out of courtesy and I don't know, you all can bear with it. <laughs> okay. Okay see. <coughs> oh, it came, thing came off. I look very cute. Okay, so you all can see what I'm looking at. So, this Wei Ku Huo Mi So, for who does uh, Shantideva make this request? Yeah? Uh, for <coughs> uh, this Zhong refers to Zhong refers to sentient beings. Uh, sentient beings, what about these sentient beings? Uh, these sentient beings are overwhelmed yeah, are murdered uh, swimming <laughs> swimming in suffering uh, overwhelmed by suffering overwhelmed by this huo uh, this huo in uh, Chinese Buddhism uh, is used to denote defilements yeah? uh, so defilements there are a lot of different terms that is being used. Fun uh, now is the most common one. Yeah. Zaran uh, is another one. Uh, then is another one? Yeah. So the the, the term Kilesa uh, is the Pali Sanskrit term. Yeah, uh, But why huo? Why is it that in some places? The word huo is being used uh, because defilements, fan has the ability to uh, agitate, confuse the mind. Mm. Hence the term huo. Uh, Yī huo, mi huo. Uh, Causes sentient beings' mind to become uh, confused, deluded. Mm. So, uh, this term "huo" is uh, also used in a three-three tree character um, phrase: "huo ye ku." ye ku. Let me write it down. <coughs> okay. So this is from last week. Uh, thanks to thanks to Lily's offering, uh, we have this machine. Yeah, and the battery is quite quite awesome. You know, I just close it back I didn't even really charge then yeah until now it's still there's still some power left. <laughs> well done and it's the okay Huo, the Huo yeah So, so, this year Ku. Usually, the sequence, the shortened form is year Ku, then expanded is uh, Huo Zao Ye, In Ye So, the meaning is that because of defilements. Oops, sorry, this is Chinese character. So, defilements, then uh, karma, and then suffering. Is it easier if I just put the words next to each other? If I put it this way? Is it easier like that? Oh, then you can see clearly what which one is corresponding to which one. Oops. So driven by defilements, we act. We act in ways that is unwholesome and that brings about results which is suffering. So um, this is the description of the way uh, un- unenlightened sentient beings uh, are. Yeah, when we exist, because we have defilements so we tend to uh, be driven by them and then when we act it's driven by defilements and so the consequences the results tend to be suffering yeah? uh, this is in turn linked to uh, the dedication that we have been using Yuan Xiao San Chu Fan this first line yeah. the I it number seven? Xiao. Yes. No, it's different. 销山帐, Okay, so this is the opening verse of our dedication yeah okay. so the translation is um me. in bracket with this merit accrued is implicit yeah so with this the the standard uh, dedication that we do usually now we start off with y <laughs> now yeah yeah so with what do we uh, eradicate the defilements the obstacles uh, is implicit with the merit that we have accrued yeah so in another form of dedication we say and e's gong the Right? Uh, that is uh, explicit. Explicitly saying, now with this merit, uh, what are we going to do? Uh, we're going to do something about it. Okay? But <clears throat> the one that we usually recite, it has this verse, with this merit accrued, implicit inside the meaning. And it, it means that, let's say we have classes every week. So. we have classes when we have classes every week um, we uh, focus on the teachings and then we may have questions we ask questions we have discussion Uh, um, at the very least during this um, say 7.30 9.30 2 hours uh, our mind is engaged in a different way from our day-to-day uh, living. Yeah? Our mind is not engaged actively, yeah? at least not actively. Maybe a few moments in the class, uh, we think about our work, we think about something that happened, yeah? then our, maybe, maybe a bit of agitation arises, uh, but then quickly we come back to the class. Yeah? Or maybe Sifu so we'll ask you a question, then you, <laughs> you come back. <laughs> yeah? So generally, during the class, uh, our mind is uh, differing from our usual state. Yeah. So, somewhat <coughs> free of the usual agitations or defilement. Yeah? Then further to that, we learn about the Dharma. We learn how to cultivate. We learn different aspects of the teachings on how we can improve ourselves. Yeah? So, by doing that, there is merit. Yeah? And with the dedication, it is basically saying, with this merit... How we seek to eradicate the three obstacles, all the various defilements, yeah, which are sources of our suffering. So what are the three obstacles? Mm. What are the three obstacles? Uh, so in the Water Repentance uh, Puja, uh, the <coughs> opening verses, it talks about how um, sentient beings, being unenlightened um, since beginningless time, we do all kinds of uh, wrong deeds and experience all kinds of uh, suffering as a result. But of all the multitude, they can all be subsumed under three. Yeah, subsumed under what three? Yeah, there are three altogether, and they are, van uh ye, uh, and then guobao. Yeah, so there's these three things, yeah. So fun now is defilements then yeah mm-hmm. then guapo. it is basically the same thing as the first line yeah they just use different terms they are actually talking about the same thing then in this in this in the in the forward within this water repentance puja, then it says that these three this three can prevent individuals from cultivating wholesome Dharma up to attaining uh, human and uh, heavenly rebirth up to attaining enlightenment mm. these three can actually prevent all these wholesome uh, fruits yeah? cultivation of these wholesome fruits up to attaining Buddhahood yeah. and hence they are known as obstacles obstacles to Cultivation of wholesome Dharma up to attaining Buddhahood. Yeah, and when uh, in the past I ever conducted a, a, a workshop just on this, these stanzas. Yeah, because from there then it says, uh, in that case then how can we remove this? Then欲灭三障者，应当何等心？先当起心七种。So yeah. If one wishes to remove these three ob- obstacles, then one should cultivate um, what kind of mindset, what kind of mental qualities should one cultivate. Then it says, uh, first you must cultivate seven kinds of mental qualities. Yeah. And, and that's just in the preamble, uh, the, the forward preamble portion. Yeah, then it lists out all the seven different types. Then, so uh, I find that this this uh, in the Chinese Mahana tradition, um, this emphasis on this sequence is actually very meaningful, yeah. Because it is very suitable for us. (laughs) This is what we are facing, yeah. Uh, It doesn't. Uh, this aspect of the teaching doesn't, you know, talk about some things that is too far away from us. Do we have defilements? Yes, we have defilements. Karma is action. Do we do things sometimes that we regret? Yes, we do. Yeah, do we suffer the consequences? Yes, we do. <laughs> and so it's very relevant to us. Yeah, I find that this is very relevant to us. Uh, and I would also highlight that. Uh, these three are considered obstacles only for those who want to cultivate. Mm. In what way is it uh, evident? So, for example, uh, <coughs> if you are uh, if you go to a toilet, uh, what do you do? You go to a cubicle. What's the first thing you do after you go inside? Yes, close the door. Don't don't immediately do what you want to do. You must close the door. Then after you close the door, what do you do? Lock the door. Remember to lock the door. Okay? (laughs) No kidding. This is the correct sequence. Close the door, lock the door. Then after that, you need to undress yourself to go ahead. We don't have to go into details. Now, at that point in time, uh, the door... Uh, is it an obstacle to you? No. It's not an obstacle to you. But for someone who is outside, if they want to come in, it's an obstacle to them. But for someone who, later on when you finish, okay, and you come out, do you want to come out? Yes, you want to come out. Yeah. Now when you try to o- unlock the door, if you cannot be- unlock it, it's an obstacle to you. <laughs> Yeah, but actually maybe it was already stuck for the 5 minutes or 10 minutes or some of you take 15 minutes huh? Yeah, for that 15 minutes it was already stuck but what you didn't know and you didn't want to come out yet so was it an obstacle to you? it was not an obstacle to you so whether the door being locked is an obstacle to you or not uh, it depends on whether you want to come out or not or go in or not so assuming you unlock it You come out, then in the next cubicle someone is already inside and the door is locked. Is that is that door an obstacle to you? Yeah, it's an obstacle to you in going in, but you don't want to go in. (laughs) Someone is inside. Yeah? Then it's not an obstacle to you. Because you are done with your business, then that door being locked is not an obstacle to you. Yeah? 于此相为明智为障 yeah. oh, 于此, uh, uh, mm. yeah. So, to go from A to B uh, That is a path To obstruct that uh, That is an obstacle mm. So an obstacle is only with respect to Someone who wants to go from A to B Yeah uh, let me draw it out uh, it, it will be clearer <coughs> so from point a to point b what do you call this arrow here you call this yes very good this is the path yeah now if over here we have we have a break then what happened? Uh, this is this is the Obstacle. Yeah? Now, what if someone is at A but don't want to go to B, want to stay in A, then is is this thing here, is this thing, the XXX, is it an obstacle? It's not an obstacle. Uh, So for those of you Let's say uh, on weekend and uh, at home, and you don't have to go out. Then you watch the news CTE jam. Is it a gem for you? It's not a gem for you, but for those who are in CTE, it's a gem. Yeah. So, <coughs> why is this important? Yeah, uh, I realize that this is actually very. Uh, meaningful to to know uh, at the early stage of learning the dharma it is important because this forms the in a way the right view towards cultivation because then you when you look at the path you look at a to b a is where we are b is the result <coughs> Yeah? and path is the path the practices then if only when you have you are convinced that b is what you want then the path makes sense if b is not what you want and you want to stay in a and people keep on telling you come come for Dharma class path dhamma class forms part of the path yeah if you don't know what is B or you don't think that A is, is you, if you find that A is a nice place you want to stay in A, then people keep on telling you come for Dharma class, go for a retreat. They're like why why why? <laughs> huh? Further, the obstacle. Obstacle for in day to day life it's not an obstacle. For example, this is Thursday. If your friend chill you to go and watch movie on Thursday, on a normal Thursday it's okay. But now you have Dhamma class. Yeah? So if you choose, <laughs> then it becomes a a problem, huh? You, do, you do you all see what I'm saying? Yeah. Then uh, yes? sickness is an obstacle. Yeah, sickness is an obstacle. Huh? Lily, Christina, Chia Ling. Three, four down? Uh, no, <laughs> down in the sense sick. Oh. Actually, Kristina really fall down because of meditation. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm, yeah. So, um, obstacles are also known by another name called Mara. Mm. Called Mara. mo lo more mm law more law mara Huh? No, no no not we have i haven't gone into uh yet yet uh, now it, i'm just going through wow. the different kinds of obstacles yeah so mara is another name for obstacle yeah. as y'all may recall uh, when the Buddha first attained enlightenment before he attained enlightenment who did he meet? Uh, Mara <laughs> yeah uh, so Mara both refers to the heavenly being who tried to stop him and it also is a name for anything that tries to prevent or, or becomes an obstacle for those who are seeking uh, spiritual growth yeah seeking the path. So of course in terms of Mara 魔罗, there's a Tien Yeah we say Tien uh, that that actual being who is a heavenly being. Then there's Ting Mu, there's Smuo, there's Fan now Tien Oh, sorry, this is the wrong mō. Huh? Mō uh, should be this one. Tien mō. Uh, or you can say, fàn lǎu Yeah. Bīng mō. mō. Mm. Uh, so this is the, let me give you all the uh, English translation. The heavenly Mara. This is the defilement Mara. And then this is the sickness Mara. And this is the death Mara. Mm. So heavenly Mara is a being, and the interesting thing about this being is that uh, it is. Some people then translate that as devil, yeah, or the demon, uh, but in Buddhism it's actually very different. This heavenly being uh, is a, a being who uh, who who has a lot of merits also, uh, but he he delights in sensual pleasure. So whoever delights in sensual pleasure is his friend. But he he has uh, in a way good intentions. <laughs> uh, he thinks he is good intentions. So he thinks, hey, how come you all are so stupid? How come you all don't enjoy yourself? Why you what do you all go for a retreat? Sit there, nothing you do. Come, come, enjoy yourself. <laughs> uh, so in the Buddha's time he is uh, he appeared in a few sutras. Yeah where he go to so called tent the monks and the nuns yeah uh, but from his point of view he he just w- want to say hey and, and from the conversation you can see it, you know, very interesting he actually talked to the monks and nuns look at you you're still black hair you know why don't you wait for a few more years like wait until you're old then you come and cultivate you're still young yeah you in the youth of your life you should enjoy yourself uh, so he, his conversation is about is uh, almost always about Asking people to come enjoy lah, enjoy lah, yeah. So uh, in the sutra, there is such a being. Yeah, some people uh, assume that uh, Mara is is a metaphorical uh, term. Yeah, but in the sutra, there is such a being. Yeah, actually a being. Then the last three, the next three are, uh, in a way, metaphorical. Yeah so defilement is a mara why? defilement is actually your own problem uh, but due to defilement it obstructs us from cultivation sickness is a mara because when you fall sick it's hard for you to cultivate uh, death is a mara because until you reach a certain stage of cultivation if you uh, die, die you know, before you attain enlightenment then it depends on where you are being reborn huh yeah and even if you are being reborn as a human being you have to in a way start from scratch again yeah your merits yeah are brought forward but again you have to spend several years as a as a young child to you know learn things again yeah so it interrupts your learning and who knows you may not be born as a human being yeah so all this can interrupt can obstruct your learning. <coughs> and so, uh, in the Chinese tradition, we recognize all these as different forms of obstacles. But Huo Ye Ku, Fan Ye plays a very interesting role. Because when we say Yuan Xiao San Fan Now, to remove these three obstacles, then um, t- today you seldom hear people talk about fun nao you s- f- seldom hear people talk about Zhang you usually only hear people talk about Zhang huh. yeah we usually only hear people talk about yeah zang. yeah anything bad Ayah, your karma your karma, coming obstacle yeah anything happened, anything whatsoever. Marry the wrong husband, ayah, your karma. <laughs> your boss will not like you, your karma. Project failed, your karma. Never win 4D, your karma. <laughs> so, uh, this is actually a... I don't know how this developed, okay? But uh, this is a misconception of the teaching. Because in fact, of the three kind of uh, obstacles, yeah, uh, they are basically defilements at different stages yeah. driven by defilements then you act in a default way then you receive painful results uh, but it may not stop here yeah when you receive the results it may not stop here yeah when will it stop if you receive it without creating new negative karma yeah Unfortunately, when you are faced with challenging, difficult times, then we tend to act impulsively. Because this is painful results. When you are faced with painful results, then you tend to get frustrated easily. Then again driven by defilements, then you act again. Sometimes, Sometimes, you must know that here, karma, karma, it is not always that you do bad things and then you get painful results. Sometimes you do good things, you do charity. So you get good merits, the results. But then when you get that results, what happened? Ah, without wisdom it clouds your mind. Yeah. You end up when you receive the results ah, you give rise to greed. Yeah. Or give rise to craving, attachment. Or it gives rise to uh, ego, yeah, and then oh, we again, uh, unfortunately, do unwholesome acts. So, uh, not everything is yezang, yeah. Uh, most of the time, for uh, human beings, especially in Singapore, if you are born, let's say. Um, with uh, extreme physical defect, yeah, such that it impedes your learning, yeah. um, or you are born in certain countries where there's just very little chance for you to learn about kindness or goodness. Not to mention about Buddhism, yeah. Um, but it, it, the, like in some uh, countries that I've read or, or seen some documentaries the whole culture in the country I I counsel this uh, person he has businesses in Nigeria yeah uh, he says that in the African states everybody it, it, it's just a common thing to steal things it's just like everybody does it <laughs> like like there's no one who will say like hey why you hey, cannot take no it's normal to take <laughs> yeah Uh, in US one of the monks told us that they have this uh, branch temple in one of the country uh, Ecuador 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 yeah Uh, like in Singapore we have uh, gates but usually our windows you know quite normal but in that country similar to African states all the all the windows it's impossible to see windows just like that there will be metal grill that's bolted in. Yeah. Why? Because if you have just a normal window, they'll smash and come in and loot at the place, even temple. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know of some uh, venerables who was from Fuguang San, and they started centers. I think the what ACCA, uh, what's the name? Uh? ACC. Uh. Uh, so they, they shared with us about how... Uh, over the years it become better at least within the community but in the initial days they have to keep on telling them cannot take back back." because for them it's just they just take things and go back yeah Uh, I would say that I heard from some of the senior monks in Singapore that in the early days uh, they had to educate people also yeah they had to educate people also in the temple that (laughs) CBM not a not a problem <laughs> uh, so it, and it's not that they, they have a mindset. Oh, uh, uh, I want to steal, no. But it's just that eh, there's no, no concept of uh, you know this is this doesn't belong to me. Yeah. So if you're born in a certain country where um, the the concept there's just no such a concept, yeah, then you may end up doing a lot of unwholesome acts without knowing that it's even unwholesome. Yeah, so those would be uh, the fruits. <clears throat> yeah, and Here I'm just talking about human realm. If you're reborn in the lower realms, then that is a direct obstacle. If you're born in the heavenly realm, it's also an obstacle. Why? Because it's just too pleasurable. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think about... Uh, if, you hear, if you're in a heavenly realm and you hear someone tell you, about the Four Noble Truths. Uh, hey, a few thousand years ago, hey, do you know that I was from Singapore, you know? Now I'm born in h- here. Uh, By the last time, there's this monk called Venerable Chuang Kuan. Wow, I attended one of his class. then after that I died. <laughs> oh, no. But not the Ru Pusa Sing uh, another class. Then, <laughs> yeah, and um, then in, during the class, there was mentioned about Four Noble Truths. Have you heard of Four Noble Truths? Then maybe that maybe the heavenly being asks you, what four noble truth? What truth is that? They say, the first noble truth of suffering. What suffering? What suffering? Oh, uh, birth is suffering. No, as a heavenly being, I just appear. Uh, no, no suffering in that. Okay, okay. Uh, suffering of uh, aging, sickness, and death. That heavenly being will tell you, no, we don't grow old. We don't fall sick. How about death? You know what, so far I've been around for a few million years really haven't seen anyone die. <laughs> mm. So it's, it's said that if you are reborn in a heavenly being most are not amendable to the teaching yeah, of four noble truth. Yeah, because they cannot it's not that they are against it it's hard for them to appreciate it. Last time when I first heard about this aspect of the teaching the heavenly beings find it hard to uh, learn the teachings. On one hand, I just accept la. You know, when you are much younger, whatever is taught, sifu okay. Yeah, books say, okay. Then, <coughs> on the other hand, I also wanted, eh, what really? Yeah? Because you cannot imagine how heavenly it's like, ma. You can only rely on the text. So again, okay, have the text say heaven is like that. I mean h- how many of you have been to heaven? No. Uh, anyone? Anyone? <laughs> yeah. Ghosts, a lot of people some people not a lot. La, some people say they have seen. Yeah. Heavenly realm most people haven't seen before. Hell beings haven't seen before. But today I feel that you don't even have to see go to heavenly realms. You just look at Singapore. Yeah? I've encountered uh, individuals. They tell me that when they tell their friends, then they say, no, "No, no, like they they find it very strange. Like, why? What's wrong with you? Why? Why do you have to go for dharma class? <laughs> you know, uh, because even in Singapore, there are many people who somehow never really encounter much. You know, so they're like, okay. So even within Singapore, and. As a human being, uh, we are forgetful. Yeah, so it's not that we don't experience suffering. We suffer uh, when the suffering is you are experiencing it. Oh, I must practice. or oh, come to the Buddhist library. Bante, please give us blessing. <laughs> uh, go to Sim No more When there's SARS, wow, oh, everybody go to the temple. <laughs> yeah. Then after SARS, Sifu, oh, sorry, I'm not free. Yeah. Then suddenly wow hear that there's earthquake somewhere else. Ah Sufu, when are we going to have retreat? Then after that, uh sorry, Sufu, uh, holiday time. <laughs> mm. It's true, no? I've met a lot of monks and they all, all of them say. But it's not that we pray that there's suffering, uh. We hope that everybody can have no suffering also. Yeah. Mmm, Mike, Mike, like. Right? Ah, try, try.
1: I always wonder, mm. um, can one prevent?
0: Mm, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what? it works. Don't don't push it up.
1: Can one prevent ah, one yes. from be- taking rebirth in the uh, heavenly realm? Ah. Because you know we learn that uh, if you do bad things, then you go down. Mm And we are encouraged to do good things. Yes. So if we do a lot of good things. Yes. We are propelled upwards. And yes. If that is not a good place to go. And how, we
0: do? how do we know how much good things to do? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So in in, in the various sutras uh, the Buddha actually um, teaches people how to be born in different places. Mm. So if you don't want to be born in heavenly realm uh, you still do good wholesome deeds but you make aspiration. Mm. You make aspiration. In one of the sutta, the Buddha says, if a person were to observe the uh, eight precepts for just one day, one night, and if he were to aspire to be reborn uh, in this place or that place, he can be reborn there. If he aspire to be reborn in heavenly realm, he can be reborn there. Uh, so if you don't aspire there, with your, you must still aspire somewhere. lah. Uh, if you don't aspire anywhere, then depending... Although we say that uh, you must make an aspiration, but actually, every day we are making aspiration. You know, every day we are making aspiration. When you come back from work, yeah, and you get back home, and you feel hot, you reach out for the aircon. Ah, oh, You're making an aspiration. You want to have cold air. This is not to scare people, but aspiration is basically your intent, what you want, your your mind, what is it directed to? Each time you come to the library for various classes, you are making an aspiration. Even if you miss out on the last part, now. <laughs> yeah. By making the effort to come to this place, you are making an aspiration towards Dharma. Hmm. Yeah. So sometimes when you read newspaper, be careful. Otherwise, you see, wow. Then every day you plant a lot of aspiration all over the place. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, to uh, again to get back to your question, uh, the way uh, is to aspire to be born in a place that you can uh, learn and practice the Dharma. Thank you. Mm. So. This Fanao Ye yeah So Guo I've just briefly covered, then Fanao, we all know. Uh, so Ye, uh, why am I highlighting this? Because in Buddhism, we often hear people say Ye Zhang, Ye but many times it's not directly about Ye Zhang. Uh, there are a, a whole variety, uh, the most Uh, obvious one is the five heinous deeds killing of one's father and mother killing of an arahant harming of a Buddha breaking up of a uh, uh, community that is in harmony Mm. if you do any of these five not all five uh, do any of these five uh, then that action that action can prevent you from learning Dhamma <coughs> Purely because of that action. You haven't even got the results. Huh? That action itself will prevent you. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a like, oh, uh, uh, mic? Might like? Mmm, very good.
1: You said, Sa Sa right? Mm. So, past few days, you saw, a news that Sa Chi and Sa, the two children, one is unborn. Ah. Then, what kind of uh, karma that she, you will take? The guy.
0: Uh, I have two parts to my answer first one I don't know second one yeah 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 Yeah, but not 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 so firstly I must tell you truthfully I don't know what is the immediate consequences yeah because I haven't reached the stage that I can see people's karmic results the vipaka I cannot see it but I can I can extrapolate uh, based on case study from the sutra uh, those, even though these five, these five is uh, very serious uh, actions that are very heavy karma. So heavy that within this lifespan, after doing this any of these five, uh, the person, no matter how hard the person practice and learn, the person will not have any further progress in the dharma. Mm. Case in point, ver- uh, not venerable. Uh, Prince, uh, Prince Ajatasattaru. He killed his own father. Then later on, he ascended to the throne, and in one of the sutta, it describes him visiting the Buddha. Uh, why did he visit the Buddha? He was very unsettled. And then uh, he, he, he met the Buddha and then asked the Buddha some questions. The Buddha replied, and after that, he left. And after he left, the Buddha shared with the with the community that if he had not killed his father, with with that exchange, he should have already penetrated into the Dharma. In other words, attained first fruit. But because of his action of killing his father, his he, the the penetration is being blocked. Mm. Uh, the good news among the bad news is. Uh, even for him, that uh, exchange and his uh, subsequent learning is planted as seeds. Mm. So, the karma, the karmic, the, all this heavy karma, is like when you learn dharma, you plant the seeds. But if you do something so heavy, uh, it is like a stone piece that covers it. The seed is still there, but it cannot grow until this this stone is being lifted up. When is it? up? when you have experienced the full extent of the karma, uh, then you can you will, will grow. Uh, so it is said that uh, this king Ajatasataru after his his uh, after that he will be reborn in in uh, Avici hell, and but after that his learning he can he he will he will progress again. Uh, so in Buddhism, no eternal damnation. <laughs> uh, and there's always this, um, this focus on, even if you have done something wrong, continue to learn Dhamma, continue to do wholesome deeds. Don't just say, since I did something wrong with you, I just, oh, <laughs> yeah, just give up. Uh, do whatever I want. No. Uh, you continue to do your practices. Mm. In the case of, how about those who, who kill others, but not father, mother or arahant? Yeah? Still, still bad, huh? Uh, still bad. Uh, <coughs> From the example of uh, Venerable Angulimala, he killed um, close to a thousand person, But he was able to redeem himself when he met the Buddha. Yeah. Uh, the, the account of his, his, his redemption or his change uh, is such that at some point he he became so notorious that he's known as uh, a bandit, yeah, in the I think black forest or something, and he's known as uh, the the killer who who whose name is a thousand the a, a gallon of a gallon of fingers, and anguli malam literally means a gallon of fingers. Why? Because. He was instructed by his teacher to kill a thousand person and then was told to cut off uh, I think the finger or the toe to, to keep count. So he, he he cut and then he keep. after a while it was too difficult he started to string them up and wear them. Yeah. So can you imagine such a sight? This person, young man and then uh, going around with this garland, this necklace of of fingers strung up to keep count on how many people he has killed. It became so notorious that the king summoned the army on a mission to capture him and kill him, apprehend him. So when the mother heard about this, the mother, ah, mother always, no matter what, want to go and save the son, or daughter for that matter don't, don't feel so bad huh? daughters also. so yeah, but usually it's the son who do stupid things so <laughs> fair lah <laughs> fair okay uh, don't, some things you don't have to claim credit nah? uh, so the mother went to the forest so everybody told her no don't go there you will No, no I must go and save my son so B- Buddha is said to have known about this then manifest appeared there mm. and actually this is the pivotal point because angulimala saw the mother, but as, when he saw the mother, he said, ah, what must it be my mother? Then, just then, he saw the Buddha, but he didn't know the Buddha, he just saw "Hey, one month, and to me, actually, if you think about it, that is the turning point. The conversation later sums it up, but that was a turning point, a major turning point, because between... A young monk and the mother, mother easier, mother old old lady just you know, just go over there. somewhat the mother wants to talk to her him. Monk maybe run away or, you know. But for him, when he saw the monk, the ascetic, he thought, Ah and there was a change in his mind. So out of compassion for the mother he chose to kill to go after the Buddha. And that was that he he connected with compassion already. Uh, so that was actually his turning point and because he was able to have that change the Buddha was able to talk to him and turn him around and today we have the <laughs> yeah. now the, the the thing is having said that how many people can kill, be, kill others and still not be overwhelmed by the past this karma uh so don't don't try on uh, this one <laughs> uh, so karma also can include the 10 uh, evil and wholesome deeds <coughs> but it depends on the severity okay so don't I, I I tend to want to highlight that there is there's the right and wrong good and evil but there's a severity also okay Th- because those who come and at attend dharma class tend to be uh, people who uh, who do self examination already? So, if I were to tell you too strongly, then wow, you end up going crazy with yourself, you know. You know, over-critical, being over critical of yourself. And then you become immobilized. Yeah? So, even for the 10 evil and wholesome deeds, uh, there's a matter of severity. You know? <laughs> so, now that we have uh, heard what is Fan Nao Zhang, Ye Zhang. Do you still think that a lot of people's problem is 業障? Actually, nothing to do with 业障 uh, for most people. Yeah. Most of the time, it is a form of 烦恼障. yeah, Obstacle due to their own defilements. I don't like this person, uh, I don't want to do it. I, don't l- <laughs> I quarrel with this person, I don't want to uh, attend dharma class. I, I'm not happy, I, I don't want to volunteer. Ideas I that, that idea. <laughs> so, most of the time, it's due to defilements. Yeah. Uh, due to defilements. Not, nothing to do with the fruits or due to karma. Yeah. <coughs> For those who still feel that, uh, there's another school of thought about karma, which is that everything de- is due to the past karma. That's not true, uh the Buddha don't say that everything is due to past karma. Uh, In fact, 45 years of teaching focuses on present life karma. Mm. Focuses on present life karma. Past karma has already been done. What you can do is manage your present life karma. By changing your present life karma, it can affect your future experiences yeah and even your present experiences mm. oh. okay mm. no, no, no okay lie. uh mic. uh the mic is for you uh you. <laughs> Siku, very good uh, yes,
1: many years of study and reading I uh, today is still confused about the workings of karma. oh very good and today hearing what you say uh. You're even more confused. <laughs> yeah, it affects my confusion. Ah, very good. Uh, and karma is one of the most important uh, element of Buddhist teaching. Uh-huh. So sometimes I'm like uh, groping in the dark still. Mm-hmm. I know today is probably not the right time to go so deep into karma because of other things. Mm. I just wonder whether there's an opportunity. Where we can hear from you about you know, in more detail about karma. About just karma. Say you say that, for example, uh, if you get a lousy boss yeah. over and over again, <coughs>
0: you
1: will say that's your karma. Mm. Uh, you say that's not true. Mm.
0: Uh, not entirely true. Not entirely true. Yes. Or
1: if I fall sick over and over again, multiple illness, isn't mm. that ripening of my karma, mm. of the past? Then some will say it's not true either, it's just condition. Mm. So, then what is really uh, the results of that karma? Mm. Uh, definitely where you are born would be
0: part of it. Part of it. Mm.
1: So, it's always part of it, some of it, a little of it, until I don't know how much is how much of it, it no? and how much is other things. Yes. The various Uttu huh? uh, Mayas,
0: what?
1: Yeah, there, are five Umayas, right? I can't remember the Sanskrit term. Niyama. Niyama.
0: Niyama. The five laws. The five laws. Yeah.
1: And so a bit of this, a bit of that, <coughs> until um, <laughs> I hope to be able to understand better, like.
0: Really. Okay. Or so we yeah. have a chance in the future. Can, uh, Come and join us on Sunday. <laughs> 2 p.m. <laughs> Sunday 2 p.m. Uh, SGC. Yeah, if you come, I will talk about karma. time? <laughs> 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 Two to three thirty. Usually four, but I officially I announce it as three <laughs> thirty. Okay. Yeah. Just For the month of February, we are over here. Yeah. Uh, after that, we should revert back to the. Buddhist Union in uh, Covent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you like to, you can come. And you talk about karma. Huh? Yeah. If I see you, I'll talk about karma. <laughs> 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 the
1: other people or huh? they understand huh? so well. No, uh, Actually, all of them blur about it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they are very happy. If hey, you hey, angrily t- ask about it. I <laughs> do think the subject is easy to understand. Is simple. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I would say that we uh, most of the time we have we have heard bits and pieces of it. Yeah, and it doesn't help that traditionally uh, the Buddhist community tend to <coughs> yeah, is more inclined towards the everything is due to past life karma. Yeah, in a way it would be true to say that it is past karma. Uh, in that, for example uh if you don't sleep uh early enough for a few days, then you would have headache, but you cannot blame it oh ah in a past life, maybe you punch someone in the head mm and then now when you have aircon, you go back what well, very hot, you turn on the aircon. then you then how you I'm going to explain oh, in a past life, when someone is hot you you fan them like to me. <laughs> Oh, that's super contrived, <laughs> you know, Yeah. so yes, is it past karma, yeah, in this life, you either your parents work hard, so that's karma also my action, so you have enough money, you know, install an aircon, or you yourself earn money, install an aircon, and then you turn on the aircon, that's karma also our action, yeah. Uh, but it's not the way we think in a or very speech, spiritual, mystical, from past life. Yeah, not everything is directly due to past life. Yeah. Uh, so when we, I see you on Sunday, huh? Okay. This <laughs> Sunday, mm. okay. <It's> Yeah. Okay. Can. Yeah. Yes. So, ma- must tell. L- l- Louis to change it. <laughs> change the announcement. Change on the Never mind, we can always talk about the uh, karma. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, we come back to this. Wei ku ho ku So, I hope that this. Uh, I spent quite a bit of time to explain this Huoyeku. I hope you can understand what better appreciate this phrase here. It is describing sentient beings that is embroiled in defilements, acting foolishly, unwholesomely, and then as a result suffering. For the sake of these these beings, ran liang zhen fa this is metaphorical. (coughs) So, uh, the the Dharma is uh, uh, here being uh, uh, expressed as a lamp yeah? uh, and then asking the Buddha to light this lamp of Dharma in other words what is to light the lamp of Dharma uh, to actually teach give the teachings yeah? give the teachings so here why here uh, the Dharma is being uh, not personified personified means a human why is this uh? uh given an analogy as a, as a lamp yeah uh, so lamp produces light uh, light is wisdom uh, absence of light is ignorance without wisdom you have ignorance with ignorance then it gives rise to all the different kinds of defilements and hence suffering. Uh, so, this second part has this uh, metaphorical meaning. You know? <coughs> and in uh, in a way, today uh, at home or in the temple, we light candles, yeah, lamps and candles. Uh, it has that that metaphorical um, significance. That. Um, if you wake up early in the morning, of course, today, today uh, any of you use oil lamp at home? F- for yourself? Yeah? Go home, then light oil lamp. No, right? Yeah. <laughs> LED light. LED light <laughs> uh, nowadays, even for the author, there's LED light. Yeah, Some of the LED light, it even flicker, you know. It's designed to flicker. So it looks like candle, candle lamp. <laughs> uh, but if you just imagine um, Okay, if you stay in Singapore, it's hard to imagine Because even if you switch off all the light at home The street lamp is so bright, you know yeah, And if you stay with in the flat with common corridor The, the corridor light just so brightly So just imagine if all the lights are switched off And now in the dark you may trip over yourself, not to mention, know that there's danger around. And then in the darkness, you were to light a candle, light a lamp, and with that lamp, ah, you see what is there and what is not there. You see clearly, ah, there's a table here, there's a chair here, ah, Then there's a cockroach there, Xiao xiang. Ah, <laughs> ah, Yeah, So then, hey, when you can see, then, ah, you don't have fear. Uh, you don't have fear. Uh, very natural instinct of a human being. Uh, so this this has that uh, symbolism. No? And up to that with the light, uh, when you light the lamp, not that lighting the lamp, then automatically suddenly you have wisdom. Uh? Uh, a long time ago, I think I was given this idea. Oh, you light the lamp, then you have wisdom. Um, in the Buddha's time, I would say maybe there's, there's a possibility. Why? Because in the Buddha's time, when they light lamp and offer it to the Sangha, it is really a means for people to learn Dharma. When they light lamp and they put it around the Buddha, people can see him in the dark. Yan Shu, Yan one of the... I think Fong Ming Fa or one of the Venerables explained it this way. He said, Yan Shu, Yan so you can hear, and then you can see uh, the Buddha, his face, his expression, yeah, his gesture. Yeah. And through all that, you have learning. Yeah, in, the, in the forest, not like, not, not like now, you, know, you go to McRitchie or any forest in Singapore, there's lampposts everywhere. Yeah, so in the past when they offer lamp it really helped people guide people to where the Buddha is and actually see the Buddha uh, to that extent you are supporting learning of Dharma yeah? but only to that extent today it is more symbol- symbolic yeah? but, so if you light it with the right mindset that yeah, just as I light this lamp and it dispels darkness may I light the light of wisdom within me through learning the Dharma reflecting upon it and cultivating. Then may dispel ignorance, the darkness of ignorance from my life and others. Uh, then it's meaningful. Mm. Uh, then it's meaningful. I really appreciate Bhante. Um, <coughs> if you... I uh, don't know whether you all can find one of the uh, puja texts here. Yeah. Uh, so, over here, they, they actually... Uh, have some uh, translation. yeah. When they do offering, they have the verses. Mm. Uh, it's very meaningful. So it's not just simply oh, offer like offer like that. Yeah. Last week, I mentioned about uh, Oh, sorry, in another class. I mentioned about uh, 请佛祝诗 and Falun uh, and mm. yeah? Uh, yeah That was on Tuesday class. So here it comes up. Mm. So uh, the first the first part here is to invite the Buddha to give teachings. This parallels truly the Avatamsaka Sutra. Yeah, uh, there's no. I I haven't uh, researched that much into this commentary. I don't know whether uh, this venerable Santi Deva, whether he has inspiration when he wrote these verses, whether he had inspiration from the Avatamsaka Sutra. Yeah, but in the Avatamsaka Sutra there. are that there's this set of practices that that has uh, similarity with this. Yeah. So, verse five, inviting the Buddha to give teachings. Yeah. Then verse six, when the Buddha uh, is uh, has intent to enter parinibbana, so actually requests yeah for the Buddha to stay on uh, for as long uh, a time as possible. Yeah. Yeah, wow. uh, uh, not just for as long as possible, uh, uh for c- boundless kalpas, yeah. Why? Yeah, so not to uh 移, 移, that's the meaning of to leave behind. Don't leave behind the the deluded in this world. Yeah, because if the Buddha passed into parinibbana, then left behind all those who are not enlightened. Yeah, so this is this phrase, these two parallels samantabhadras practices. Yeah, yeah, 请佛注释, yeah these two. <coughs> questions on number
1: six? What
0: is pari Ah, okay. Uh, what is Pari nibbana? So, Nibbana is the ending of defilements, ending of suffering. So, when a person uh, attained to Arahanthood, uh, then we say he attained Nibbana. So, from that point onward, he is known as an Arahant and until one day he passed away when he passed away then what happened just like anybody else the body is said to die then over time it will decompose uh, but usually in the Buddhist tradition they will go through cremation Uh, the difference between an arahant and uh, unenlightened being is that for the arahant uh, the 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 Arahant do not um have attachment or clinging or craving for existence and as a result do not perpetuate the cycle that is driven by craving and attachment mm. and so called uh enter into Parinibbana yeah complete nibbana mm. yeah. Yeah completely cross over to the other shore. Uh, when he attained arahanhood, he do not experience any more mental suffering, uh, but physical suffering, physical pain rather, uh, physical pain, yes, can still experience physical pain. Uh, in, the, in the suttas, it is recorded that the arahans uh, they, and even the Buddha sometimes expe- experience stomach upset. Yeah, discomfort from that. Uh, the Buddha ever had headache, uh, ever had um, uh, felt unwell. Yeah, so much so that he asked one of the disciples to recite certain text to him. Yeah, then focusing on the recitation, his his uh, <coughs> the 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 illness abated. Yeah, so. Uh, we call a person who has attained an arahanhood that he attained uh, Nibbana with residue. Mm. with residue. Meaning, uh, what is the residue? The five aggregates. Mm. And because of these five aggregates, he still experiences the physical pain. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the, again, the distinction is, for an unenlightened being, when you experience physical pain, uh, then we are not happy. Huh? Uh, but for the enlightened one, even when they experience severe physical pain, the, the mind remains calm, without agitation. Now, after the, such a person, the arahant enter into Parinibbana, then even these this five aggregates is relinquished. Mm. then they enter into what we call remainderless uh, Nibbana or Nibbana with no residue <laughs> mm. for the Buddha we call it Mahaparinibbana, uh, the great cessation the great cessation 如是諸觀行, 所及一切善, 以比願消除, <coughs> yeah So, uh, <laughs> if you are familiar with what I mentioned about the Ping then you will find that ah, even this part is also, yeah. San. So, all the different contemplation, the cultivation, the practices yeah, All the wholesome deeds yeah. uh, What happened? 以底院消除, yeah, with all these wholesome deeds, all these merits uh, this, uh, this person wishes to remove Remove what? In other words, you you practice so hard, then with all these merits, all these uh, wholesome deeds, the results, what do you want to do with it? You wish to use it to remove all the suffering of sentient beings. Wow. Do you all wish to do that? Wow, If you wish to do that, then you are a friend to all. (laughs) Wow. How come y'all don't look like y'all want to do it? <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's 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 not easy. Yeah. Uh, so remember, right at the start, we talk about two levels of Buddhicitta. Yeah. Intent and practice. Uh, so start with the intent first. Yeah. Start with the intent first. If you find that oh yeah, practice oh yeah, I'm not really yeah, then okay, go back to the intent, form up the intent, uh, make aspiration, make aspiration. Uh, That's uh, because this is Tibetan uh, commentary. I will share with you a bit more about the Tibetan practices. There's this Tibetan practice called zha, zha, what uh. 自他, uh can't remember the exact phrase but yeah, mutual exchange so um, for example, like now I'm having flu so if you're having flu, do you wish to get well? you wish to get well you, you wish you get well but in this practice, you have this different thought ah, may I experience this discomfort, this, this, this pain this suffering, so that all sentient beings don't have to experience it Uh, almost 20 years ago, it was almost 20 years ago that I first heard, heard about this. Then, uh, around that time, I happened to fall sick. So I thought, hey, let me try. <laughs> then I told somebody, then that somebody said, oh, don't, don't I know do Later you really experience it, or what, well, you experience all the suffering, then how? <laughs> but it was a very, be- it was a very beautiful practice. Mm once in a while I don't dare to say I, all the time I do it but once in a while when I remember ah, then I do it then I do this reflection ah okay then my experience whether it's physical or mental suffering or whatever difficulties then you you, you, you think in this way yeah so no, no harm just intent right ah, but then I realised from that person the person who tried to discourage me from that person I also learned something I learned that oh actually it's not so easy for most people. <laughs> yeah. Not so easy for most people to give up the self-cherishing thought and then to even even just think don't don't want, don't, don't don't think, don't think. Yeah. But I, I don't say that I don't say this as a criticism, say, oh yeah, how come people are like that? But more like, oh yeah. indeed. It is not easy to even have the first level of beauty chitta. That's the intent, not easy. Ah. Uh, but I will tell you, it's still easier than the practice. <laughs> so, uh, cultivate this intent. And from here, I want to also highlight another practice which has these two levels. So, you know, uh, you may be familiar, you should be familiar with uh, metta bhavana, yeah, A meditation on loving kindness and compassion, yeah, metta karuna. So when you meditate, then you sit there, then the, the teacher, the bante, or ajahn or Rinpoche will say, okay, now, okay, maybe, may, may start with metta, or maybe start with anapanasati. Then you do, then they will say the words, ah, uh, may I be well and happy, may I be free from ill will, may I be free from anger, may I be free from pain and suffering, and so on, huh? Yeah, <clears throat> you may I be free from the causes of suffering? May I not be uh, separated from the causes of happiness, and so on. Yeah. Then from there you extend to others. So last time when I do this practice, it feels quite good. Yeah, not bad. Then I start to wonder, is just just thinking about it lah. Uh, and then later on, some students ask me, but isn't this just thinking, thinking? I mean, it just seems like wishful thinking, you know. <laughs> so some people say, ah, don't bother with this, just go and, you know, compassion in action. Uh, last time when I was in university, uh, and then during my batch, we, we are the one who come out with a T-shirt, compassion in action. <laughs> now when I think, think back, that's also good, but the intent is very important because without intent, your action is just you know, what is it driven by? And later on, uh, <coughs> later on, I I chanced upon. I think it was Bante Somaloka. and he was uh, he he comes to Singapore and stays in the library. He's an old friend of the Bante. He's a Sri Lankan monk, and he. He, he now spends his time shuttling between u s and australia yeah he he does counseling for the those inmates uh, on death row yeah so I think once he he talked about this cultivation of uh, metta, meta and he he shares about how we may think ah yeah it's just thought you know they say no, no, don't think that is is you know just thought yeah. Building up that initial intent, this uh, kindness, compassion, yeah, loving kindness and compassion uh, is very important. Mm. Yeah, very important. Uh, I <coughs> I have this very uh, simple idea. It's about getting used <coughs> to it. You know, getting used to it. If you look at all the Bu- different Buddhist practices, uh, it's about getting used to it. It's just like when you play tennis, play any sports. Is you just keep doing, you know, keep doing it, keep doing it. Then after a while, you get quite used to it. Driving also. Initially, when you first go for driving class, oh yo, oh, wow, wow, seems very unnatural. I must check here, check there. Then wow, see chia, huh? then after a while, eh, you get used to it and you can have a feel of the car. Yeah? Then after a while, it becomes quite natural. Get used to it. Yeah? Uh, but you, you don't get used to it, The wrong things are driving recklessly. Yeah? You must get used to the good habits. Yeah? Uh, so many of the Buddhist practices, in fact, I can say, at this point, I can say that if you look at all the different practices, it's about getting used to it. So when we do metta meditation, yeah, or we do aspiration making. Yeah, to cultivate the bodhicitta intent. It's about getting used to this mindset, to 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 put to to put aside our usual habit of oh, how do I feel? Oh, what do I think? Ah, everything about me, me, me. And then to 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 get used to a different way of thinking. Ah, how how are others thinking, feeling now? Mm. to 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 put others' welfare ah, into the agenda in your mind. Uh, so as you do this over time, then it becomes a very natural uh, part of your mindset. Mm. So this text that we, we are going through, are, uh, I mean, all teachings of Buddhism are all Dharma. Huh? So it, no doubt, for sure, we will see parallels. So there are some texts that we do use for Chanting. I don't say that chanting is bad, but when you do the chanting before you do the chanting take, take some time to read through some of the verses to internalize the meaning so that when you do the chanting it for and and so on uh, you connect with what it's talking about then you are planting the seeds uh, then you are planting the seeds and here so it not just this or that, but all the wholesome deeds are. 以彼院消除一切, yeah. So this is planting the seeds of buddhicita, the intent, <coughs> and then making aspiration. Yeah, making aspiration.乃至众生疾，尚未疗愈前，愿为医与药。wei yeah, here should be not way, 愿为医语要, yeah, so earlier part talk about all the suffering of sentient beings then here 乃至重生级, so even the sickness of sentient beings 上未癒, uh, 癒癒前, so before they are cured before they are cured what what do you want to do <laughs> yeah, you are willing to be both the doctor for them, and even the, be the medicine for them. How to be medicine for them? Mm. How to be medicine for them? Yeah, uh, Essentially, willing to give them medicine. Huh? Yeah. Unless you want to cut kind your of hair and then make the medicine. <laughs> uh, 病做看护士 yeah. uh, Willing to nurse them, take care of them. Mm. But Chinese have a saying, 久病无孝子 uh, It means, uh, if, if one's parent is sick for a long time, it's hard to find the child being failure. Yeah. It's, it's being very realistic. This is a statement that doesn't say it's right or wrong. But it's just commenting, it's like a observation that generally if the parents fall sick for a prolonged period, then it's hard for the children to continue to be so oh, caring and feel. Yeah. Not not encouraging people to be like that, yeah. And not so much criticizing so much, but just saying yeah, it's just a matter of fact of life. Yeah? And I would say that it extends to all other aspects. Whether it's One's parents, or spouse, or friend, or or siblings, yeah. Um, it is. Uh, I think I read some articles about how um, it is actually very um, quite quite heavy on caregivers, yeah. Caregivers, yeah. So um, in the medical profession, I I've read. Those in the medical profession um, is is quite uh, for some they just cannot take it. uh. So not everybody is cut out to to go into medical profession. Uh, I remember when I went for counselling training years back in uni, then they told us that they will choose some of us to uh, start on actual cases. So I think about five of us were chosen. Um, and initially, I was only assigned to counsel uh, delinquents, yeah, delinquents between 12 to about 16. Then later on, uh, yeah, after about two or three cases, then I was assigned to counsel uh, those who are terminally ill. Mm. And they told us that uh, we have to, they, they will gauge us, and we have to gauge ourselves also. Yeah, for some, when you encounter sick patients, is different people are uh, You just cannot cannot take it. Yeah, just find it very depressing. Yeah, so here uh, for this person who 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 aspire to be, who has this buddhicitta yeah, willing to be the doctor, the nurse, and the medicine itself. Wow. (laughs) Uh, This is actually quite um, close to our heart. Who has not encountered anyone around you who is sick? Mm. All of us have encountered someone who is sick. Uh, And many of us may have actually... uh, had uh, had the close contact with the with a, a patient who maybe is a family member or a close friend, yeah, and had to tend to them, yeah, and for sure not easy, yeah, not easy. Yeah. So this statement, this verse here, is not meant to say that oh, you must do it; it's easy or what? It's not easy. Mm because it's not easy so that's why it's a verse of aspiration here yeah there's no verses to say oh everyday I must wake up and breathe in breathe out <laughs> it's so easy you don't have to tell you you know all the verses here are about difficult things to do mm. difficult things to do yeah but there are ways to help us to, and help others huh? yeah with determination and perseverance yeah 判天降时雨, 解除饥可难, 难, 与比灾荒结, so, here there's a bit of a metaphor, metaphor, and uh, but it's linked to the actual difficulties that sentient beings do face, yeah. And so these two. F- Verses verse 8 and 9 uh, reminds me of uh, one sutra, the Medicine Buddha Sutra. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar with Medicine Buddha Sutra? Uh uh what's uh, <coughs> uh, the Sutra name uh? 要是, Yaosu uh, his 12 vows yeah and among them quite a few of them has to do with uh, taking care of people's well-being yeah uh, whether it's their sickness or when they are lacking in material things yeah so pan yeah have you ever like recently that you know in the afternoon it rains have you ever gone out and then, hey, hey raining McDonald's or, shall be even rain now? No such thing, right? Uh, but so this is a metaphor, yeah, metaphor. Yeah, having this aspiration that may it rain, yeah. When it rains, when you call it rain, if if you go out later and you see one drop of water come down, only one drop. Do you call it rain? It's just a drop of water. When it's raining, it must be a lot of water coming down. Yeah, so, uh, having this aspiration, may it rain food, that means it's lots of food. Yeah. Uh, Why must there be lots of food? 解除既可难予比灾荒节 yeah. So, in the case where there are, there's shortage of food, there's famine, uh, you want to make this aspiration that there can be uh, a lot of food and a lot of uh, amenities that can be sent to them yeah so for what purpose you shi. yeah so to fulfill all the needs for food and drinks and so on uh, I just saw saw a short documentary about how uh, it's it talked about how hunger in the whole world has actually been reduced by like, I don't know, 50 percent. Yeah, So we, we usually kind of like get stuck with the last piece of news we heard huh? Yeah, and many of the documentaries 10-20 years ago talk about how wow, how many people are still in hunger and so on. But actually a lot of this have been solved. More still needs to be done but a lot has been solved already. Yeah. Now the, the trouble for many countries is uh, the, a sense of insufficiency, yeah. a sense of insufficiency. In the past, uh, when people say that they are poor or they are in need, uh, it is because they don't have a roof, they don't have a house, they don't have food. yeah. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, Singapore, we have the first world problem uh. Uh, uh, I, uh, can, the, can, the, can the country give us some uh, some more I uh, don't know, uh, rebate or whatever uh, So that we can go for, uh, go for yeah, GST rebate Give us a few more Then we can go for our holiday yeah, Then we can use it to upgrade our phone uh, iPhone 7. <laughs> yeah. Now, now uh, that is the problem. Yeah. I was having a very interesting uh, conversation with someone this morning. Yeah. Uh, he was sharing with me about how he is uh, uh, intending to go into the uh, to start a, a small business to sell ice cream, yeah, to sell ice cream, so he go around with his wife to do some market study, you know, yeah. Then he, one of the observation is, uh, in the past, some of the hawker center were were like sold off, yeah, uh, as a 30, twenty year lease. So those who buy over the whole place, they can sublet, and when they sublet. They were not sublet for a few hundred dollars. Each stall is five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars here, five thousand dollars there. One coffee shop. They, then he told me a lot of the, some of this background. Uh, not that Sifu is going to open coffee shop, uh, don't worry. <laughs> but he says, coffee shop, one coffee shop, how much is it worth? Now it is worth ten uh, thousand, not, not ten thousand, ten million dollars. And he says, why ten million? and after that each stall is $5,000 yeah, per month not per year $5,000 per month mm. so he says uh, over the years the government actually observed this so they try to stop it so those where the lease has come to an end uh, they take it back and then now they rebuild the whole place and they lease the individual shops yeah, stalls directly to uh, those tenant, yeah, and with the stipulation that the owner must be there to sell things. Yeah, you cannot sell that. Yeah. If you sell that dog gone. Oh okay. Yeah. It's very interesting because for the past few years I I I've been sharing with many people that this is this is the problem because this is what gets prices up. If the government were to just lease it directly, then they can control the price. And if the rental is low, then people can actually sell at a reasonable price. Yeah. So in Singapore, we don't really, in a way, um, have this problem. But at the same time, like in the Buddhist library, they have, uh, they have monthly food distribution. Yeah. So, but it's usually very quickly taken up. Uh, by the time I tell you, it's probably taken up already. Yeah. So if, if you're a uh, regular here, yeah, you need to look at the notice board. It's usually a, a piece of. It's very low key. <laughs> it's very low key. N- no flashy poster. It's just a piece of A4 paper with a with a short description and a name uh, blank list. So you just write down, uh, like I think, yeah, uh, to to contribute to that, then. With the f- with the amount collected, they'll go and get the daily necessities, and then they'll distribute to uh, some of the elderly. <coughs> yeah, uh, other centres also do this. Yeah. So as much as Singapore is affluent, um, there are still people who are in need of such material help. Yeah. And in that sense, Singapore is very fortunate because. Uh, we have very kind people. A lot of the, the variables from other countries always say this: uh, Singaporeans are very kind. Yeah, no, uh, the, the those who are needy can can get help quite readily. Uh, a friend who is uh, who is an economist, she works on projects with the government. There was once I told her, hmm. We saw Long Pao, I may want to donate to some of the schools, yeah, the Buddhist schools to support them. Then she looked at me. She said, "Don't have to la. Then I was like, "Why?" She said, "Because the 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 students in these schools, primary school, secondary school, there's at least for any student in any kind of conditions, there's at least like three different funds that they can apply for already, yeah, that will cover everything that they need." So oh okay. Uh, Singapore, amazing, ah, huh? yeah. But of course, sometimes, sometimes somehow the students don't know, ah, huh? yeah. But it's that. So, <coughs> um, I just want to touch just one last thing about number nine. Uh, if your parents are still around uh, I'm not saying that your parents are starving uh, but if your parents are still around as a, as a practice or even if you don't talk, look at it as a spiritual practice buddhisattva path it's a good thing to do that to provide for one's parents some students have asked me but my parents are richer than me you no know? It's not a matter of whether they, they need your money or not, but it's a matter of that intent to to express your gratitude and your love and piety for them. Uh, so it doesn't always have to be money. If let's say your your parents are really like overflowing with money already, yeah, then um, can offer them. Other things, yeah, such as bring them out for for meal. Uh, the best thing is spend time with them. Mm. Spending time with them. Yeah, uh, I used to go to these other centers uh, where the the general the average age is about 50 60s average. Uh, so there are some who are older. <laughs> yeah, and. When I touch on this, then all of them, Mm hmm. Why? Because all the kids are maybe around my age or older. So what happens when the kids grow up, settle down, have their family, then uh, even before settling down, if the kids are successful, then not much time spent with them. Mm. And some of them pine for their kids, some of them give up already, just resign to it. Of course, one may say, but Sufu, I keep my distance so that they can learn not to be attached. <laughs> no, uh, non attachment is not to be learned in this way. Huh? Yeah. Uh, spending time with one's parents. Uh, then, on the other hand, some, some students ask me, how can I uh, bring my parents to learn the Dharma? Well, first thing, don't be so eager to teach them Dharma. Spend time with them first. If you cannot even spend time with them, you want to teach them dharma? Wait long, long. <laughs> <laughs> the same goes for our children. Mm. Some, some parents, they have a kind intention. They want to expose their children to, to the dharma. They bring them to the dharma class. They bring them to the temple. Yeah? But outside, other than that, they don't spend enough time with them. Uh, I, I don't really subscribe to the quality time thing. Uh. Time is time. Yeah, you cannot say, eh, Pa, I spend one hour quality time with you. Okay, one hour quality time. So, I, I don't have to see you for three more weeks. No such thing. <laughs> you know, building up our relationship, it needs time. You cannot say quality time one hour. Not enough. Yeah. So, I have to spend that time. Yeah, I have to spend it. If you spend that time with that person, uh, then, then you can get to know the person. Then you can really know what the person needs Yeah, can really understand that person. Yeah. Spending time with that person. But of course, I'm not saying that. I, I, I'm not here to measure and say, "Hey, you must spend two hours. You must spend." Two. Each of us have our own commitment and uh, you know availability of time. Time is a very It's a scarce resource. It it just keeps going away. And you cannot recoup it. uh. (laughs) Everything else can be recouped. Time cannot be recouped. I must remember that. (laughs) 为己贫困者,愿成无境障,愿住自身物,息限匹等钱。So, from sickness to food and drinks to material, yeah. Oh, this really reminds me. This really parallels the Medicine Buddha Sutra. Yeah. So, for those who are poor, uh, who has who is lacking in material things, then you can turn无尽藏, yeah. You you wish to be the 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 treasure that has no don't bounce ah. yeah imagine a cave with treasure that has no end 愿住之身物, 西线比, 西, yeah and then to wish for all the this 之身物, 之句, ah. that means uh it includes all kinds of material things amenities uh If you look at the uh, sutra or the vinaya, uh, then they go down into a very specific description, yeah including houses uh, bathings uh, uh, all the the things that you use, yeah all those included inside c c and tension yeah to manifest in front of them to appear in front of them. Wei Li yo so in order to lead, uh, benefit all sentient beings bullying this thing is uh, to be stingier. So uh you give generously yeah, without any any uh tinge of stinginess. What do you give? even to your even your body and all the uh things that we use, including san uh, san the including all the uh, wholesome deeds that we do in the three-time periods. What are the three-time periods? 三次 過去是, 未来是, yeah? Past, future and the present. Yeah. Uh, in modern, ter- modern times, uh, modern literature, we usually say past, present, future. Yeah? But in the sutra, it's usually past, future and then present. But it's referring to all times, okay? Yeah. So this is the mindset, huh? Well, don't know whether it's getting easier or more difficult, huh? <laughs> Yeah. But this is the that, that direction, yeah. Bodhicitta direction. That in order to to benefit sentient beings, <coughs> that you should give without stinginess, yeah. yeah even your body all the things we use and all the good that we have done from the past to the present to the future. Mm. And that's why as we learn uh, this text and we learn teachings from uh, the different traditions we find that the more I learn the text from the different traditions the more I find that hey they all (laughs) there's there's not that much of a disparity you know yeah now there are some differences in focus or emphasis yeah in the different lineages or even some of the practices yeah but the general direction um, is the same yeah <laughs> Mm. so <coughs> uh, if you can give up give you can give everything uh, then you get rid of all suffering <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, with this kind of mindset what kind of mindset uh, where Again, um, I, uh, my mind set on attaining Nibbana. <laughs> when we die, we have to give it up anyway. Uh, think about it. Yeah, past few uh, lessons, we talk about ah, uh, how to face death. Uh, this is another reflection on death. Yeah, Just the other day, I was sharing with someone about this also. Ah. Huh. No matter oh not the yeah, not somebody. I think it was over at NTU last Friday. Yeah, I was sharing about how yeah, no matter how much you achieve, at the end of your life, everything is relinquished. Huh? Everything is relinquished. Doesn't mean that you don't go and pursue or do anything, but you must keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. When you take a cab, when you take a grab, grab car, Uber, uh, if the if the if the person asks you for ten thousand dollars for a car ride, would you pay? No. Why? Why should you pay ten thousand dollars? Yeah. If the person asks you fifty k, would you would you give up fifty k for a car ride? You wouldn't. Why wouldn't you give up fifty k? Because the car is not yours. It's just a car ride, right? So f- for for a certain amount that you get, you should be giving only a corresponding amount of resources or effort. Mm. So Singapore again, uh, I'm silent. Singapore is a good place. It's a great place for cultivation. Yeah. Uh, so remember. The car that you buy, you can only use it for 10 years, huh? so don't pay so much for it. <laughs> <clears throat> but even without COE, it's not yours forever, ever, you know. When you pass away, everything is given up. Everything is given up. Yeah. Does it make you all feel sad? Huh? just think just sit down you know chinese you New know, Year i say right uh, do an exercise re- review what you have acquired huh? and now, now you just think wow one day you will pass away and everything that you have acquired whether it's material possessions or or your knowledge everything you learn in this life yeah if it's not planted deep enough other than the karma you know that's planted Next life, if you didn't cultivate enough to ha- re- recollect, then <laughs> gone. Uh. Huh? Uh, but of course, if you have done wholesome deeds, then it's not difficult to learn things again. Huh? Uh, but if you think about it, ayo. especially uh, uh, so many things, not just material things, but even uh, immaterial things like our knowledge, our skills. Mm. Yeah, so here it says, Yeah, why not? Why not when you are alive, just sh- give? Yeah. Uh, but here I must, uh, I must <laughs> also put some moderation here. Don't, wow, Because of this class, uh, Go back and then the next day go to H D B, sell off your whole house, sell off everything, then go and donate to charity, then next week come here and then (laughs) you kinda complain to me and say, Su, you got me into trouble, you know. (laughs) Now I'm homeless. (laughs) Please, okay. Uh. Yesterday uh, okay oh, sorry, time's up now. Huh? Already 930 plus. Is it nine thirty plus already? Huh? I just want to share with you all one last thing. Uh, do you all have dreams at night? Sometimes. Sometimes, huh? uh, there's a saying in Buddhism that those who are cultivators don't have dreams. So I must not be a very good cultivator because I have a lot of dreams. Huh? So uh but I find dreams very interesting because it's almost like watching a movie, you know. Yeah, and sometimes in my dreams, I, I, I'm aware that I'm in a dream. Sometimes I can sort of manip- manipulate the dreams, you know. So yesterday, before I slept, I have this thought. Hmm, because I've been meeting a lot of different people in my dreams. So then yesterday before I sleep, then I thought, hmm, I don't know why I have this thought. Suddenly I have this thought. Ah, whoever I meet, may I be of help to them then I went to sleep oh, so happy <laughs> yeah. you can try eh? go and have this thought before you sleep mm. if I do dream whoever I dream even in my dreams may I be of benefit to them uh, then when you wake up ah, be- wake up with this thought also uh, whoever I meet in, in, in this life in, in this day yeah, may I be of benefit to them 那贊願相。<咳>